You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe, and it's time to break out your dial-up modems and your floppy disks, because this week we're talking about hackers <laughs> from 1995. Uh, tell me talk about it. I'm happy to be joined once again by someone who's a returning guest of this show, uh, someone you've probably also heard on Shock and Awe, the Cobwebs podcast, Just the Discs. Um, I'm, of course, talking about Keith Rich. Keith, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I've got my uh, ice cold joke, jolt cola ready, uh, ready to go here. So. Are you ready to hack the planet? That's the important <laughs> question. <laughs> when am I not? I'm always I, ready to hack the planet. Hashtag you know, hack the planet. Anything about hacking because I don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> zero. I, zero knowledge. Yes. The perfect man to do this podcast. <laughs> I think we know about as much as the writers of hackers. So that's, uh, <laughs> that seems fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I was laughing. I didn't tell you before we started recording, but I'm like, we're only like 60 something episodes into this podcast and we're we're already hitting hackers, which I appreciate. <laughs> I think it's a deeper cut, but uh, you know what? I'm excited to talk about it. So <laughs> this this episode is made for me, man. So I'm, I'm glad you asked me on to do it. Well, we, I think you pitched it. And then I was oh, did like, I? Oh, man, I, I can't remember. I know it's all blur, isn't it? Um, <laughs> kind of is. Yeah. And it, it sounded exciting. I was like, yeah, hackers, let's do that. And a little we'll get into it. But I think also kind of a little selfish on my part. I have a story that's barely related to hackers. <laughs> I told <laughs> kind of teased with you. I was like, I have the story about watching hackers the first time. That I just want to tell on the podcast. That's kind of also part of the reason. Oh, but you have, um, I'm, 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 I'm so excited uh, to hear what this is all about. Um, I will, I will tell it soon. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess yeah, things have been going well for you. Everything's good on your yes, end. Yes, yeah. so far so good, man. <laughs> um, yeah, this is my first like official uh, podcast in maybe almost two months now, or close to anyway. Uh, and uh, took a little break to hang out with my fam and, and my lady and uh work on band stuff and uh yeah new records like on the horizon and i get to meet you in person soon enough it's very and, exciting yeah, i was gonna mention so, that i think may is stoked. happening yeah may so, yep so yep. yeah just a lot of prep for that honestly and, and watching a lot of movies I, good stuff uh so yeah. i'm glad you're back uh yeah after after your break so um I know it's been a long time, but what if, what have you watched recently that you'd want to talk about? Anything good you've seen recently? Well, I've got I've got a couple of I've oh, lost my headphones. That's always a good start. Um, sorry about that. Uh, I I good define good. I I've I've seen a couple of really great uh, great movies, um, but also a lot of uh question mark uh movies i've been really for whatever reason i think your mask of the phantasm episode was just kind of kick-started me on a tear 
uh, on HBO Max of all these Batman animated movies because they're I was so hoping short. You'd bring this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and they're not all they're not all bangers, but they're uh, the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker was really killer. I really thought that. I think I messaged you like right after. I was like, dude, that was so good. Um, <laughs> I really liked that one, uh, but I mean, that was kind of the big standout for me. And I like Batman Beyond anyway, but. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say on that one. I was just, I, I was pretty into that. Uh, but I rewatched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Oh my God. Yes. I Did you, <laughs> someone, just, this come up like three times in the past three days. Something weird. Like I saw somebody post the intro to the movie. I think oh, wow. I saw you post about it. Yeah. I saw this come up again today uh, <laughs> with our friend. Uh, I just call him that Tony Scott guy now because he goes by many names. CJ Mackey, the Tony Scott guy. <laughs> uh, I think he posted that. I watched the intro to uh, Secret of the Ooze on YouTube like last night because I wanted to see one of my favorites as a kid, my favorite introduction to a movie. It's a really, yeah. I think it's still a pretty good introduction. Like it is. It's so, it hypes you up so much because like, sorry, I steal your thunder here. I feel like I jumped. No, right into no, no, no. Thing. But I think, okay, Secret of the Ooze is probably not what is considered a technically good film, I Correct. would say. But, Correct. But, and it gets worse probably as it goes along. But Absolutely. It, the opening, <laughs> there's the, the music they use. Everyone's oh, eating, yeah. it's like a pizza eating montage, which is great. Um, and it's Ernie Reyes Jr., right? Is that his name? He knows. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. Yeah. He yep. goes to this place and it's all these guys. I love, it's like all these guys come in, he beats a couple guys, and it's like the turtles come in and jump in, and the title comes up. It's amazing. As a kid, it was oh. like fucking you know, amazing. I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. This is cinema. Um, it works. I think it works so well. And, you know, then you get Ninja Rap later on the movie, which is, <laughs> of course, a cultural touchdown. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. How did it hold up for you the whole thing this time? Do you still oh, <laughs> No, the, the intro is the best part. And I, I haven't seen it in a few years. So where I, I had like, uh, I, I remember that movie pretty well. It was a tape that I watched like constantly at home. But like, like you were saying, when they jump up, and they don't quite show them just yet. And you're just like, holy shit. And they freeze frame. Dude, it is the cool. Like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about me it. Too. Like, it <laughs> makes me so excited. But oh, then, like, man. then the rest of the movie happens. And uh, <laughs> as an adult, man, it doesn't, it's not very good. But I still have such an affection for it. But yeah. it's not a good, it's not a very good movie. Um, I, I, I listened to, I think it was like a, um, uh, what is this? Uh, what's that show? How did this get made? I think they uh -huh. did one on that and they had kind of talked about how they were trying to do away with the violence or something like uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so there's no weapon usage. And I was like, I'd never noticed that before. Yeah. And then now it's kind of tainted the movie for me. So I think that I kind of blame that podcast a little bit for uh, ruining Secret of the Use for me, but uh, it was still a lot of fun. Always good. Uh, good. I made, uh, a, made another funny. You know, I always good. <laughs> I made a funny <laughs> turtles. Um, I could do, don't get me started on a splinter voice. Oh, um, I, I was it. thinking recently about doing an episode of this show on the turtles trilogy, the live action turtles oh. trilogy. I can't remember. I feel bad if me and Mitch talked about it, if he wanted to do it, or I don't know if you, I kind of want to do an episode because I love the first one. I have a lot of nostalgia for the second one. Uh -huh. I don't like, I've never liked the third one, even as like Same. A seven yeah. or eight, however old I was, seven old kid. I was like, this is lame. Like, I was like, this is not <laughs> the same. Uh, it felt cheaper, I thought. It oh, totally. wasn't. Uh, yeah. And the funny thing, I was going to bring up thing about two in the weapons thing, because um, what makes one so awesome is that it's pretty dark. 
for yeah. what it is. And uh, then I guess parent groups, thanks a lot, parent groups, complained <laughs> about how violent, air quotes, violent it was. So I don't think it's that violent, but um, no. then they were like, they can't use their weapons. And then I read that somewhere, like before I heard the episode, how this get made. And, uh, so, and then I couldn't stop noticing it. And it's insane how like in the opening, when the turtles come in, they're fighting guys. Leonardo literally takes his swords out. I think yep. clanks them together in front of a guy and then throws them into the ceiling into the ceiling oh which yeah which is like yep. that's not how you use swords i'm like i don't want to take <laughs> the guy's head off but it's like that's an idiotic thing to do it's like <laughs> uh let me jump up jump onto the swords if you're in the ceiling kick a guy it's like so much extra work and like donatello like, hits a guy with like a little soft yep. like nerf oh yeah thing. like a bat thing like a nerf bat or something like yeah angel so uses weird. like link sausages to beat up a <laughs> That you can't stop noticing that they're using everything but their weapons, and it's just bananas. It, um, it's real blatant in that uh, in that opening <laughs> sequence, especially. It's just like, what Wild. is going on? Uh, oh, what a picture! I mean, if, uh, <laughs> if you if you if you if you do need someone, uh, you know, maybe a third wheel on that episode, I'd be happy to do that. I, mean, one. I think more like the merrier for that episode. <laughs> so, oh man, sounds like a blast. It would be fun. I mean, it would just be. <laughs> It'd be a good time. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's just a fun nostalgia trip that that movie. But uh, yeah, the effects there's some good effects as well. But um, what else? Uh, I watched. I've been kind of working my way through the Karate Kid series, the original trilogy, and that's been really fun. Uh, Pump up the volume. I watched for the first time a, a night or two ago, nice, and that nice. movie blew <laughs> me away. Man, I loved that movie. Um, very over the edgy uh in terms of just like you know kids not putting up with uh adults shit anymore in the school and uh, very gen x good. i feel like it's very, like, very much so yeah yeah <laughs> i think i recommend it we did like episode a year ago on daniel's podcast of cobwebs me and him and anthony king where we picked like warner archives blu-rays to talk about oh it was a good episode yeah and that one had just come out i think i picked it i think oh. yeah yeah because i remember thinking one of them was going to pick it and I stayed her for the end and I was like, no one's going to talk about pump of the volume because I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, I just seen it then. and I really liked it. I thought it was really it's a fun movie. Um, yeah. Yes. I'm glad you liked it. I, I think I saw you watching. Oh, I was like, he's going to like pump up the volume. Like that's it seems up your alley. So, yeah, Daniel called me out. He's like, that's a total Keith movie. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? You're totally right, dude. Yeah. Like that is a very much me movie. Uh, I yeah. The soundtrack's great. Um yeah, I just Christian Slater was really good in it, uh, and uh, I'll 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 do one more if that's okay. I, okay. I don't want to harp on, I'm you know, um, <laughs> but uh, um, I've watched a lot of like really tasteful, good cinema, uh, like Close Up and Nomadland. But I I watched a real good gem at work uh, today. I had it on in the background, and it was a little movie called Metallica, Some Kind of Monster. Oh yeah, um, uh -huh. <laughs> what a train wreck, man! That is. <laughs> It is. Uh, I mean, they're okay. Like real talk. They're one of my favorite bands ever. Uh, but like <laughs> that era sucks hard. And yeah, that, bad. that doc is so uncomfortable. They're so whiny and <laughs> like the therapist is such a douche. She's just oh, like man. really wants so badly to be a part of the band, but it, it's <laughs> like, it's so uncomfortable and they fire him and oh, Bob yeah. Rock is kind of a low key asshole to Rob Trujillo when he joins the band. He like, Yes. I don't know. He barely makes eye contact with him. It's like, wow, are you, sure? about... you don't want to, you don't want to settle for, you know, you don't want another 
Jason Newstead situation. Sorry, this is like turning into a music thing, but it's just like so <laughs> he's just like because well, I I could keep playing bass on these Saint Anger songs. Like I don't know, it was just really stupid. Um, <laughs> I hadn't seen it in like ten years, and I was just like, yeah, let's throw that on. And God, it's not. It's such a horror show, but um, it's very it's interesting. Capsule. It's yeah, very it interesting. Absolutely. And it's that you can't look away from it because I feel like I watched it years ago on TV, like VH1 would play it a lot. And I, but it's a long movie. So it would take like it five is, hours yeah. to watch or something on TV with commercials. <laughs> and I got sucked in though, because it like, it, I mean, it's reality TV ish more than like a documentary. Totally. It's, it's yeah. all this drama. And they were like, I think in their douchiest phase, <laughs> like oh, this is after man, the natural so thing, right? It's during. Oh, it's during. It's like during and kind of and slightly post. Yeah, yeah, because they they talk about it quite a bit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. See, I'm like when you're saying stuff, I'm remembering it, but I haven't seen it in so long, and I think I kind of want to watch it because I think you brought up on Instagram recently, and it's like, oh yeah, we we talked about a little bit, and I was like, what a wild movie. I all I (laughs) all I joke about my friend who talk about it sometimes too is I (laughs) it always made me laugh that I felt like poor Kirk Hammett was always like on the couch in the background, like, and he was oh they they. Lars and um, James would be fighting constantly. And I yeah. felt like Kirk's in the background just on his guitar, like, hey guys, just can we be cool and just play? Like, he's just like, <laughs> can we just like, he's jam so out? sweet. He's such a soft spoken, yeah. nice man. And I feel like he yeah. just wants to play guitar. They just won't stop fighting. And he's like, can we just play? Like, can we just, <laughs> just hear him pop in? Like, hey guys, just stop. Okay, it's cool. Like, um, poor Kirk. I remember thinking, poor Kirk. And I forgot that rob chihiro joined the band at that point or I, he had just joined the band right that was like yeah they sh- they show his audition like it's right. like oh during the filming of all that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah this is all coming back to me now um yeah and he's still in the band so i guess it worked out yes <laughs> yeah um, i think he's the longest i think he's the longest standing bass player maybe at this point i, mean, I could probably, be totally wrong on like that. 20 years right because like 20 oh yeah 20 years next yeah, year i think so. yeah okay it has to be then yeah and uh i feel like they've mellowed a lot when i see interviews totally with now like i think i just saw something a couple years ago like with them on Howard Stern and I'm talking about like how bad that period was. And now like they seem super mellowed and uh, yeah, just that that's not a good period for music either. <laughs> it's like their music was, I thought oh, not great. Um, atrocious man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Bad. It's, but oh. even if you don't like Metallica, I think it might be like a fascinating documentary oh, because absolutely. It's, yeah. It's watching a band implode on themselves. <laughs> like, it's, oh. It is. It's rough, but uh but yeah, no, I God, I gotta watch it again now. I gotta find some some time and put that on the background. <laughs> it's like two and a half hours, so it's a okay. bit of a bit of a dedication. Uh, yeah, but um, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, anything yeah. else, or was that it? Uh, no. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. I, I one last thing. I'll just say, Beyond Darkness. Uh, I watched that also, like right after Pump Up the Volume. It's like a. Claudio Fergasso movie, the guy who made Troll 2. And uh, it's a oh. much better made film than <laughs> oh, Troll okay. 2. I'll say that. It was actually kind of good. Um, but you could tell like it's the same dude. There are a lot of like fun camera tricks and angles. Like there's the mirror gag that happens with, uh, I think, Grandpa Seth and Troll 2. They use oh, that yeah. in this movie. And um, But I actually had a couple of good jump scares and the makeup was really cool. So uh, yeah, it's a much more interesting and uh, good movie than troll too, but wow. uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd recommend it if you like that type of stuff. So I'm kind of curious now I might have it like on a two pack with another movie, like a screen factory double pack or something. Oh, that's entirely possible. Yeah. It sounds that, really familiar. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's got but, a creepy like lady on the cover and stuff. Okay. Um, gonna, yeah, I'll look it up. But uh, um, yeah. okay, cool. I didn't know that That's man it. could direct a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the guy from Troll Two did a good movie. I, Troll Two is like, uh, you know, a train of what the fuck. But it's it's yes. very entertaining. But it's absolutely. It's, yeah. I mean, not a good movie. <laughs> no, no, not um, even a little. No, no. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I, I feel like my stuff's very different from the stuff you did. <laughs> like, um, like uh, it's oh, I have one kind of crappy thing and two two very good things. So I'll start with the two very good things. Um, have you ever seen a movie called Living in Oblivion from 1995? I have wanted to see that movie. I think is it Steve Buscemi in that yep, movie? Steve Buscemi yeah, I've won- star. Yeah, I wanted I've wanted to see that, but I haven't. I have not gotten around to it. It's really good. It's a really good independent movie about independent filmmaking that's it's like oh, nice. it's kind of meta in that way about it's definitely a low budget movie um mm-hmm. have, it has steve buscemi uh katherine keener i believe Ooh, um nice. dylan mcdermott i was dylan mcdermott's a guy i mixed up with like three other guys that have similar <laughs> sounding names um uh and yeah i mean peter dinklage shows up like a really young peter dinklage oh, wow. um uh so it's just basically the story of oh Dermot Maroney. That's who never mind. It wasn't Dylan oh, wow. Dermot Maroney. I didn't mix him up too. Um, it was on Prime, and I just I'd heard about it too, I think from Brian Sauer of Pure Cinema. That's where most of my recommendations come from. That's and, where I've uh, heard of it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they yeah. did an episode about like films about filmmaking, and this was on the list. Uh, and it just takes all place in one day. Steve Buscemi is the director, um, kind of has three distinct acts and the acts are kind of broken into just trying to get through one scene of the movie. <laughs> like they're trying to oh, wow. shoot a scene in their independent film and like things are going wrong. The first one, it's like uh, Catherine Keener and I can't remember who she's with in the scene. She's acting in the movie and they're trying like a, a light bulb blows up. Like they can't get the take right. Like all these things are going wrong. Um, they finally have a good take. And then the camera was like not rolling or something <laughs> like everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Um, and there's an interesting use of kind of color versus black and white, um, that kind of goes back and forth, um, kind of changes as the movie goes along. It was, you kind of notice like, oh, now we're like, at first the color is just for the film they're shooting and the black and white is for when you're behind the scene and you're watching them shoot the movie. And then it kind of starts to change as the movie goes along. Um, (laughs) it's interesting. Um, it's, I mean, it's good. It's like very like nineties indie filmmaking, which I can get into a lot of the time. Yeah. And, and it's about filmmaking. I always, I always enjoy movies about making movies. I think like, I can't think of one where I'm like, I thought it was terrible. Like it's always interesting to me. So yeah, I'm with you there. It's a fun little subgenre. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's very entertaining. I would definitely recommend it. Like I said, it's on prime. Um, Sweet. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it's good. So I'm glad I finally watched that. Um, I felt very classy because I put on <laughs> HBO Max. I watched a movie I also want to see forever. Uh, In the Mood for Love from 2000, the oh, Wong Kar yeah. Wai movie. Beautiful um, movie. It's insanely gorgeous. <laughs> like I was yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Uh, um, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I uh, yeah. like it's one of those things too. Like I saw the conversation recently. Um, you hear about how good it is for years and then you watch it. You're like, it's as good as everyone says, it is. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, Tony, Tony Lung and mm-hmm. Maggie Chung are amazing. Like that so much, I can't think of a movie with this much like longing, you know, it's like yeah. the two of them, like 
the, you cut the tension with a knife. I, th- I feel like I was going to start yelling from my couch, like just kiss for like, you know, an hour and a half. Like I was just like, kiss already. <laughs> like I just wanted to get together so badly. Um, there's so much like there's a scene in the cab where Tony Lung like reaches his hand over to touch her hand. She kind of pulls it mm-hmm. away. And you're like, ah, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like every little moment between the two of them is such a big thing. You know, every look, every like thing. And um yeah, it's just a beautiful movie. Like I really need to watch more Wong Kar Wai stuff because heard how good he is for years. Um, I, I've heard this is either his best or one of his best, but like, yeah. if the stuff's even close to this, it's a, it's amazing. So um, yeah, yeah, that was that was great. Totally loved that film. Everything I heard about it. Um, the pacing on that film is incredible. Like it, it, I mean, it makes all those, those moments, like you're saying, like the touch of the hand and all that, you know, it's, it's so earned because you're just, it builds so perfectly and it's so deliberate in its timing. And you're just like, oh, okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you're just like <laughs> waiting, you're just holding your breath for like every gentle little moment. And, um, man, it, it's so gorgeous. I, I love the look of that movie. And I think that I mean, the two leads are beautiful people and, and yeah, the costumes yeah. are fantastic. <laughs> and, oh man, the food that they eat looks delicious. And I love it, dude. I and you should yeah. check out Chunking Express if you that's, get a chance. Yeah, that that's the next amazing. one I feel like I need to watch. I think it's yeah. also on HBO Max. Um, and uh, it's actually kind of a hard movie to see. Like you can't just rent it off like Amazon Prime for, you can't pay for it. Um, oh, so I, gotcha. I know it's on Criterion or HBO Max right now. So I really got to see it before it, possibly disappears again um but uh but yeah it's i've heard that one's great too i i I feel such a douche using this word but i kept thinking of when i was watching the mood for love i'm like the word sumptuous kept coming to my mind because everything (laughs) feels so like i don't know it just has this air of like i don't know there's i can't even describe it like i'm doing a terrible job but it's like (laughs) it's like sexy but in a way that's just I don't know the way it's decorated and the way everyone's dressed. The it's like everything is yeah. just got this like I don't know. It's I'm doing a terrible job, but it's a, it's a great no. Movie. It's it's a hard movie. It's like to, yeah. Oh, it's just like so classy though. Like it's yeah. not it's sexy, <laughs> but it's it's like of the highest class. Like it's like it's not remotely sleazy whatsoever. Like that story could have been done in a very sleazy way, and it was done in the most like tender way possible. Right. Oh yeah. I think it's, yeah, I, I agree. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to yeah. say it's like it's it's sexy in this way and it's it's kind of got like um oh god damn it i lost a thought again <laughs> oh man i don't know it's a hard movie to describe is what i was gonna say because i feel like you have to watch it because so much is you know non-verbal and mm-hmm. i was thinking this would be a nightmare to have to do a, like a whole podcast on because i feel like you just kind of <laughs> got to see it and feel it um because you're just kind of watching the two of them and how they interact with each other and like how the whole you know it's so much like that and god bless it's only like an hour and 30 minutes long it's not very long but it like yeah like you said it's really well paced now it goes um so yeah it was great i feel like i was i don't know if i said this on twitter or somewhere i maybe i told daniel i feel like <laughs> I, i've already seen so many great movies in the first two months of the year like my this, our discoveries episode at the end of the year is going to be insane because i feel like i could probably <laughs> do like a easy like top five right now and feel pretty good about it <laughs> Like I, I'm kind of with you. I, I have like this ongoing private list on Letterbox, and I think I already, yeah, I already have 25 or uh, oh no, close to 10. Sorry, I'm looking at the other list. <laughs> I have like already close to 10 that I'm like these are really close contenders. I think. Yeah, yeah. I might have 10. I, I feel like I just watched. I've been watching a lot more newer stuff. Haven't been re- like rewatches, mm. like really seeking out like 
new stuff and good, like stuff that I know is supposed to be good quality stuff and like it's paying <laughs> off. But I'm like, holy shit, I am watching so much good stuff that my discoveries list is going to be impossible. And I'm like, maybe I should mix some dog shit in here just to kind of like just to balance <laughs> things out. I get weird. I was telling, I think Mark Warner about this that I feel weird. Um, I think Hayden too about like how if I watch so many good things in a row, I get like almost. I get weird about it. Like, I feel like I have to watch something bad to break the streak, which I should not want to do. You should keep watching good <laughs> stuff. But it's almost like a feeling of when things are going too good, you're like, something bad's going to happen, but I'm doing it to myself. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like... no, oh, I get it. I do the same <laughs> thing. I mean, that's how you end up with a pump up the volume beyond darkness double feature. I don't, I, I traditionally don't ride the same wave too long because I, 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 I understand that actually. Like, I, I, it just doesn't, something feels off when you do that for whatever yes, reason. I don't exactly. know what it is, but I'm with yeah. you there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like something's yeah. like wrong. I'm, I'm getting suspicious <laughs> of myself when I watch. I also think it's like, I, I'm like, do I, it's almost like I need to discern my own taste because if I give like five things in a row in Letterboxd, like four or five stars, and I'm like, do I still, you know, am I just giving everything that rating or, you know, and I have to watch it and bring me back down to earth and be like, okay, no, I still think some things are terrible. <laughs> no, I will. When I do that too, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, is something wrong here? Like what, like, why are these all fours? Like what right. is going on? Yeah. It's, like, it's a real where are the twos. What's, yeah. It's <laughs> what's wrong with me. Um, what's okay. going on? I appreciate yeah. that you re- you understand what I'm saying. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm with yeah. you hundred percent. Yeah. Well, speaking of watching some crap, I, <laughs> I feel bad because a movie full of talented people did not pan out. I watched the three, five, five, the action movie with uh, Jessica Chastain and, Penelope Cruz and they just came out. I haven't heard of it actually. Oh, you miss all those trailers? I did. I, I did. I guess playing, yeah. like they were on TV. They were in the theater. Um, oh wow! I think they used a Rihanna song that I got really sick of. <laughs> like, I, um, and it was a bad trailer. Like, I don't think the trailer looked very good. And then, so I didn't. I, it was like early January, which things were going very badly with uh, Omicron at that point and things like that. And uh, I just was not making it a point to. Um, <laughs> to see uh you know the 355 in a theater um and but it came out on peacock like within 45 oh, days okay. it was on peacock so i dusted off that uh <laughs> that uh stri- app that i never used and i watched 355 it's not good it's really not good oh, I, I think that's a bummer it boils down to a problem of the director simon mm. kinberg who also directed x-men dark phoenix <laughs> which is also a movie I don't care for. Um, That's too bad. He's mostly, pro- he should stick to producing movies because I feel like <laughs> he did this. He's only directed this X-Men Dark Phoenix a couple Twilight Zone episodes. I, that's like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's produced a bunch of big stuff like X-Men movies and um, all kinds of stuff. But but uh, he's not a good director. I don't know what to say. It's oh, like, shucks. it's ridiculous. And uh, the movie... Ah, God, it's, uh, <laughs> I think I read Jessica Chastain kind of spearheaded this and was trying to make like a Mission Impossible James Bond type franchise with like this all female uh, group or, you know, maybe they like a team basically. And I'm like, that sounds like a great idea on paper. And you have great people. It's her, Pelby mm-hmm. Cruz and Diane Kruger and Lapita Nwongo, who I think is oh, like wow. probably the- I love her. MVP of the movie. She's still just got like they're all good. I just goddamn, it's so like <laughs> so badly made. Like it's so badly edited, so badly directed. Oh. Um, and I feel sad too. I feel like the women put the work in, like train for it. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like I, I'm seeing a lot of them. 
you know, you can see their face off and they're doing the moves and fighting and stuff like that and, and physical stuff, but like he doesn't shoot it very well. Um, and it's just, it's the story is so fucking bland. It's like some a fucking drive got stolen with some stuff and it'll <laughs> cause a worldwide incident. We got to get it back. It's like, and it's just like, you know, this is like a Mission Impossible plot where they always have like a MacGuffin they're chasing after, but it's yeah. like, there's so much more fun happening in a Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, there's just this feeling of like, just, you know, globetrotting and fun. And like the team is really fun. Like this is just like, so blah and like generic. <laughs> and uh, it tries to pull something off. Like, like something's a big twist with who the bad guy is. I'm like, you could tell that from the minute it went, it happened in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> the weirdest part of all, I didn't see people talk about this, but this bothered the hell out of me. So um, there's a Chinese actress named Fan Bing Bing, who's like, I think a very big, she was an X-Men movie. Um, okay. She's a big star in China. Um, apparently she had some really serious tax evasion problems oh. uh, and owed a lot of money to the Chinese government and was in some serious trouble and like, disappeared for like three months. Like went off the grid. Um, what? Yeah. And like, I guess she was already committed to this 355 movie. I don't really know. Like, okay. So she comes into the movie like pretty late. I think like maybe over an hour into this two hour movie, she comes in and I, I look at her and go, at first you kind of get the feeling like, wait, is she not really on the set with the rest of the women? And oh. the longer it goes on, you're like, I was like, holy shit. She's not with them. She's shooting her stuff separately where they're trying to pretend they're all in the same room. And Weird. there's times when it looks like they try to put her like right next to Lapita Nwango. Like they're saying, look at the same computer. But if you look at Fan Bing Bing, she looks like she's been shot somewhere else. Like it doesn't quite match. It's very subtle. And I was oh. looking at it like, I think they shot her and it digitally inserted her <laughs> into the scene. <laughs> like it's so fucking weird. And then like, then you just can't stop noticing how they're shooting around her <laughs> with all the other women. Like they only show her one shot by herself, but she's talking to the women. It's, it's so weird. Uh, and they try to do group shots. But if you look at her in the group that you can tell it looks off, it's like it was driving me nuts. And I Googled it and it did sound like she was <laughs> stuck, like she could not leave China. And I oh, think it's, it's only shot all her stuff by herself in China and then added it in. Oh, it's a fucking mess. It's like it's, <laughs> I, I really wanted to go in liking it because I really was like, this cast is so talented. Like, it, you know, how bad can this be? They're completely let down by this this movie that just is like so like they should be. I'd watch another movie with them if they got like a better director or something, you know, yeah. got a better writer. But like, man, I was it was a it was a oh. tough one to finish, honestly. Like I all I I ne I hardly ever turn a movie off. Like yeah, so I was like an hour yeah. in and I was like I don't know if I want to do this, but but I uh, I powered through and finished it and it felt like it would never end. God damn, it felt like I had three endings. I was like just end this thing. <laughs> Please, God, let me go. I was like, it's 11.30 at night. I want to go to bed. I don't want to watch this anymore. Oh, it's not losing. too dissimilar to my uh, my Army of the Dead experience where I was just like, why is this not ending? And why is this like three hours? Oh, that was like a two and a half hour long movie. It? it was really long. And I would bring it up just because of the Tignataro thing, how she was kind of digitally inserted, which I thought was done well. But like, because I knew that all I could do was just like, I don't know, it was distracting. So I, I get that. Like, if you notice something's off, you're just like, 
man, I, I think the movie's ruined for me. <laughs> you know, I get it. Yeah. I mean, it was already not going well. And then that's like all I could focus on for like the last 45 minutes of the movie was like me trying to just like play detective and see if this woman was actually in the movie with them or just digitally kind of put in or edited in. And I, I, I was kind of right, I think. I was like, oh yeah, it doesn't look like she was uh, actually with any of these women ever at any point. It's so bizarre. Um, I'll, so, I'll avoid that one uh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> don't even watch it for free honestly like i feel so bad because goddamn i want to like it with that cast but i I couldn't do it i just couldn't do it so um that really got me back um (laughs) i really uh kind of got back (laughs) off my amazing run i was like oh okay like i still uh something still sucked that's basically what i thought so oh boy yeah all right well that's all that's all i had um (laughs) it was probably too much time spent on 355 but oh well uh so (laughs) let's talk about the 90s let's talk about hackers yeah. let's talk yes, about this, yes this film that wow uh i don't even know what to say do you want to start what are your what are your general thoughts on hacker well as i as we talked about maybe previously to the uh to the recording uh i did watch this last night and i did rate it a five out of five um this <laughs> again maybe a little overzealous on the rating uh however this is a movie that i have watched i was telling my wife probably i mean legitimately at least probably 50 times wow um, okay <laughs> i i i'm obsessed with it i love it uh i know it's not great i understand it's a product of its time but the fashion the music like uh the settings like the, the new york uh vibe i uh, you know mark anthony is in it uh <laughs> which i love uh mm-hmm. you know i don't know i Fisher Fisher Stevens being a total lunatic. Um, oh, we're gonna talk about Fisher Stevens. Oh man, he's, he's. I don't want to give him too much credit, but I kept thinking of like, wow, as as Raúl Julia is to Street Fighter, <laughs> Fisher Stevens is to Hackers as the Plague. Oh, um, he's shit. not. He doesn't reach Raúl Julia heights because that performance is like god tier. Like <laughs> this <laughs> absolutely. Is, but he like Fisher Stevens. I feel like kind of g- just plays it so big and i don't know he just steals the show i feel like honestly totally man yeah it's uh i had not forgotten him after all these years (laughs) he Uh, plays it to the right pitch though because that movie's already over the top that like i mean i mean right out you know the gate it's like the the fbi are raiding this child's home (laughs) with like they're taking down the al-qaeda or something it's like so many guns and a battering right. ram like they could have just probably knocked on the door or something i don't know <laughs> to, i just like it just fair, seems... they don't know he's a child when they go in there right oh that's fair that's true i that's thought true. about this too because i thought jesus christ why they're bringing like <laughs> you know a whole like this all these guys with guns to, the, to get this child but then i'm like oh he's a hacker they don't know who he is or what he you know it's like, <laughs> right but uh it's insane that and, okay sorry to keep <laughs> jumping no that no happens no multiple times in this movie where when I was thinking about hackers, yeah. Like, oh yeah, hackers is where like there's three or four scenes where a SWAT team or FBI guys bust into <laughs> someone's house or room. Like it happens so aggressive many times. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's interesting. I was like, wow, that keep going back to that well. Um, <laughs> I think so much so that it gave me a child as a child. I had an irrational fear if I did anything wrong on the internet that a SWAT team was going to bust into my house and with guns drawn. 
I was, I was so like, scared. This keeps happening to people in this movie. Um, <laughs> and then they give him this punishment, which I mean, maybe is a punishment. Like uh, Johnny Lee Miller is a child, like he's 11, right? So they're like, the judge yeah, is yeah. like, I'm going to find your family $45,000, which is a very specific sum of money. And then I'm going to make yeah. you, you're on probation and you can't use a computer until you're 18, which I'm like, I'm surprised you'll let him use a computer ever again because right, he, right. He, he hacked... What did he hack? He hacked oh, like <laughs> he crashed fifteen hundred and seven systems in one day. <laughs> How could I forget? They mentioned it multiple times. <laughs> they definitely do. Everyone knows what he did. Um, okay, I'm so glad that you're the expert <laughs> on hackers because I, uh... I well, I wrote it down. I wouldn't have. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna be honest with you, and like I have no notes for this because I just, oh wow I watch I usually take notes I I just watch the movie. And I enjoyed myself, but I was like, <laughs> I, I, I have things in my head I want to talk about, but I didn't write anything down, but like, yeah, the specifics are gonna be kind of foggy. Cause I think I saw this once like in 1997 on video. Oh wow! And then I think I maybe saw it. I know I saw a call. I, I rented it multiple times. I kind of, I liked mm-hmm. it as a kid. I thought it was very cool. It's like, oh, this is so it's cutting edge. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, haven't really, I don't think I fully watched the movie from start to finish. Ah oh, man, in at least like maybe 15 years or something. Oh, I've seen wow. bits and pieces or clips, but I've never, I had not sat down and watched it from start to finish in a very, very long time. So this was like uh, a real blast in the past when I put this on earlier today. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, thank God you've seen it so many times. Now we know all the, the details and- Oh know. man, I'm the expert. I'm the in-house <laughs> the expert here expert. at Film Feast. Yep, yep. That's all so I got going for me. You watched this so much. This didn't get you, you didn't want to like go into hacking or computers or anything like that. <laughs> well, I did. I I, <laughs> I did some light what I thought was hacking, um, <laughs> which basically was just me trying to log into other people's like email accounts <laughs> in like 1997, which did absolutely nothing. So except get me locked out. So, you know, it's like, and then I was scared, like you said, you know, because I was like, oh shit, they're going to know I'm not the person and I'm, I'm going to get raided or something. And my parents are going to be so bummed. I was like, that's uh, not going to yeah. I wasn't trying happen. to make you incriminate yourself. You were like a serious oh, hacker. No, no. Well, it's, uh, a, it's out there now. It's out there now. Um, I have a history. No. They, <laughs> I, don't I don't, yeah, I, I don't think I even <laughs> tried because I, uh, yeah, I probably just tried to get into like my sister's like AOL account or something and like embarrass her, <laughs> you know, or like, right, I was right. like, I'll show her and then I'll send like a funny email or go into a chat room and i don't know it's like what it's such this movie came out in 1985 and i thought to myself watching it a day i was like it, so it's it's obviously dated now for 2022 it's very dated <laughs> but even i would say within five years after it came out i felt like it was dated oh, yeah. pretty quickly because <laughs> oh yeah somebody pointed out in their what if us review all the things that kind of change within even like a very quick span within like that five years from 95 and like 2000 um cell phones kind of came up more there's a lot of payphone yeah. use in hackers which i was surprised a lot of beepers yeah. a lot of beepers a lot of payphones yeah. um yeah there's only even dial up you can't think done on dial up um and uh, it's funny because I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place, but I uh, like, I was thinking too, like oh, this movie is all over the place to well, be that's, fair. That's so true. it's okay. It's okay. It's, okay. <laughs> it's really all over the place. Um, the hacking. Okay. If we're talking, I don't know much about real hacking. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know anything about hacking. I know <laughs> like a base level about computer stuff in general. Like if I, 
you know, I could fix my grandma's computer if like some minor stuff was wrong. But <laughs> I think hacking inherently is not a cinematic activity. Like no. and hackers <laughs> really has to find ways to make it entertaining, even if it's complete nonsense. <laughs> like, because the hacking is basically like battles fought on like circuit grids, you know, it's like and <laughs> people fighting code at each other and like yeah. and like they visualize it with like cities but they're made of like code or <laughs> something and i'm like yeah like i get that it's nonsense and everyone's like this is how hacking is but on the other hand i'm like well showing real hacking would be very boring i'm pretty sure it's guys hitting a keyboard for you know um a while but uh yeah i i don't know i was i was uh I enjoyed hackers. Let me say it. <laughs> it's like, but I was, I, I, I don't know if I enjoy it more from a perspective of like, oh, I was alive at this time. And this was, this reminds me of like the mid nineties or sure, if yeah. I really think it's that great. I don't know. I think I like the idea of hackers more than watching hackers. <laughs> the idea that lived in my mind of hackers for the past like 20 something years might be better than me watching hackers from start to finish. But um but yeah, what what else do you have on hackers? Oh no, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's like I said, it's kind of it's it's a secret of the use situation. But I actually do think there's some really cool moments in hackers, uh, like in comparison to uh, TMNT two. But like, I do think um, it's a really stylized movie. I really appreciate kind of all the. I, I don't know. There's some really fun scenes where. Uh, like at the very beginning when there are uh, they're kind of doing this like videotape war, they're like uh, battling, they're hacking this uh, like network uh, television network and they are swapping tapes back and forth. And it's kind of like also playing inner mo monologue stuff where it's kind of like flashing clips of old movies or old shows and stuff as like reactions to things that are happening, which is a lot of fun. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. I mean, I, it's the thing I will say the one thing that like there are two things okay that kind of like drive me a little bonkers about it if I had to do a criticism of this masterpiece that should be on <laughs> criterion um uh oh. but uh the keyboard typing is like the slowest on the planet on coupled with like the most echoey over like overdriven like reverby clicking like as he's tapping like typing the keys it's like it's like this like weird like delay thing that's happening with each i don't know it's it's always dro drove me it, it drove me kind of nuts and then uh lorraine brocco in this movie is i never noticed how one-dimensional her character is like she she just has to be like the most oblivious human on the planet, like in this movie, because like every time plague says something, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's like spreading like a cancer and she's just like virus cancer. Can someone tell me what's going on here? Like she has like no clue. She just questions, <laughs> repeats whatever someone says. And then in the form of a question, like it's, it drives me so insane. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of those like server room, like going into the circuit board and all that stuff, you know, it's stylized, but it's silly. Um, I get it. But it, again, like, how do you how do you make hacking cinematic? You yeah, know? yeah, you um, kind of have to do that or otherwise 
again, we're just watching people click a keyboard, which now <laughs> right. I had not even noticed how loud the keyboard sounds were. So if I go back and watch oh. hackers, I'm probably going to be driven nuts by that as well. <laughs> and, oh, Dude. Speaking, yeah. I, I didn't know Lorraine Brock was in the movie when she walked in. I was like, holy shit. Is that Lorraine Brock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had that ex- reaction three different times. It was when she came in, when Mark Anthony came in. Cause I didn't think Mark Anthony yeah. was like singing or acting or anything in 95. I didn't think he was like, doing anything in 95 so i was like wait oh, i didn't either yeah doing stuff at 95 um <laughs> that's how he kind of blew up a few years later with like you know that they call it the latin explosion with like jennifer lopez and ricky martin and mark anthony it was mm-hmm. like all those people um and i didn't know that he was doing anything before that so he pops up i was like what mark anthony okay and then pendulette randomly yeah pendulette yeah security yeah. guard i was like what it's like he's famous at this time right <laughs> like um, <laughs> in this weird little part as a security guard um it's so weird. I mean, it's funny because the movie is like full of recognizable faces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you got Angelina Jolie, uh, super young you know, Angelina Jolie, Math- um, Matthew Lillard, pre-scream Matthew Lillard. Yeah, a, su- yeah. a baby face Jesse Bradford. <laughs> yes. Yes. He looks like a fucking baby. He's like fourteen or fifteen when they made this, and he's like he has braces. He's like got baby fat. Like he looks so different from like Swim Fan. I think it's a couple years later. And bring it on. That's like 2000. Yeah. And like, yeah. clearly he had like a gross burden, all that stuff. And like, I did not recognize <laughs> him at first. I was like, oh, Jesse Bradford. Um, even Lord Nikon, I believe his name is. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Lord, he's so he's good. in The Crow. He's, um, yeah. Yeah. What's his name in The Crow? He's one of the Tintin. Oh, man, I can't. Tintin. He has like Tintin, the knife, yeah, the the knife fight. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. And then like Lauren Brocco shows up. <laughs> Uh, Mark Anthony <laughs> Penchalette and like what what's going on and uh, it's really uh, yeah so that was in, that was interesting because I'd forgotten like a bunch of people that were in this movie um, and oh boy I do have a lot to say about hackers I'm trying to go through this is why I should make notes but um, I did so okay so you watch hackers many many times uh in 95 did you were you there like first day were you were you there before like did you know about before it opened or did you catch it up later with hackers oh i caught up with it later yeah i caught up later i would have been 10 when it came out and i i definitely remember seeing the previews and getting like really intrigued by it uh just the look of it and the music that was playing and stuff uh but it didn't i i think i want to say maybe two years later, it might've been on like HBO even, or I oh, finally yeah. was able to rent it on video. I, I don't, that's a little fuzzy for me, but um, it, <laughs> it made it among my like frequent rentals along with like, uh, I mean, like genuinely, some of these movies were weekly. It was like from Dust till dawn mall rats and uh, night at the Roxbury and then oh, wow. hackers, like that's all good, those movies. It's a good night yeah. of movies though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, totally. Yeah. It's a blast. So, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I just got pretty obsessive with it. And I know I've talked about this like a bajillion times with people, but like the music had such a profound effect on me. And in in a way, like I've always been introduced to music that I got into later, like, um, well, new metal, uh, for a hot (laughs) minute. Um, and then like punk and stuff and, and that type of thing. But, uh, this was like the first type of music that I, kind of discovered quote unquote on my own to where I was just like, whoa, this is crazy sounding. And like prodigy is super heavy on the soundtrack. Like it's a lot of tracks from their first full length, I think. Um, and I, I love that record. So it's just like kind of fun, like to, I don't know. And I make music kind of like, not like that, but I mean, I make electronic music in addition to playing in the metal band. So it's like, it's fun to kind of see where that may have sparked from. And it's totally, I, I have to give it up for like 
hackers night at the Roxbury, you know, like, like <laughs> dance music and stuff. Like I, I'm a sucker for it. I love it. Um, so I think that was kind of almost a bigger draw than the film itself was kind of the music that was kind of my gateway into it. And then I, I kind of fell in love with it after that. But, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I was noticing the soundtrack is pretty cool. I was like, this is very of its time. Like I like, yes, quite absolutely. A few of the songs. <laughs> I don't know what there's a song in the opening that I know I recognize. It's like a kind of almost oh, yeah. a montage of him being arrested as a kid and taken to court. Would yeah. You know it's, um, it's orbital. Uh, I think it's Halcyon Days. I think is the name of the song. I love that song. That song's like almost ten minutes long, but oh. it's a really, really <laughs> cool song. Um, yeah. The end yeah, song when they're in the pool. There's a lot of yeah. I mean, there's a lot of songs I like in the movie. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I like this music for the most part. Some of it, I feel like maybe just random like kind of techno background noise. I'm not sure if they're like songs. In the yeah, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, not quite my thing, but um, right. no fun. I mean, again, very '95, like very much, like, very '95, very yes. like cutting edge uh okay yeah so that's interesting yeah i uh i'm trying okay so i got to know my... your story though because okay. that that is far more interesting than what i just said I, no 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 <laughs> already it's going to be I can my tell. story is so barely related <laughs> to hackers like i just really <laughs> want to tell the story but um okay so hackers comes out 95 i turn 10 june of 97 i mean that's about you know so it's a it's a probably a hot rental still at that point hacker so but my 10th birthday was a real real memorable event keith let me tell you so oh, i had a few of my buddies from my class over uh you know we're all in fifth grade it's like you just invite all the kids in your, well, all the boys in your class i guess if you're a boy i don't know how it works but but a bunch of the guys in my <laughs> class and uh like I can't remember how many kids showed up at the beginning, but there was also like, okay, so we did a lot of stuff in this one night. We went to go see Speed 2 Cruise Control in the theater. Holy shit. And I won't make fun of it, Mark. Please don't. Mark? <laughs> Mark Wander. <laughs> Mark has every time, Speed 2 keeps coming up and I keep bagging on it. And uh, and Mark's like, you bag on Speed 2 again? I'm leaving a one-star rating on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like threatening me. Um, and oh, I got to say this. I started watching Speed 2 there night HBO and I was like, God damn it. It's kind of sucking me <laughs> Like, oh man, I've not seen it. I've actively avoided it. I mean, <laughs> I don't, damn it. Don't make me say anything bad about speed. Too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no, Apologize. I, I will. I genuinely, I tried to tell Mark this. I, uh, I started, I was like, oh, haha, speed two's on. And then I was like, oh shit. I watched like an hour of speed two. And then I had to go to sleep because it was like midnight, but I was like, I kind of want to finish speed two. So maybe I was wrong. But anyway, so it took a bunch of like 10 year old boys to go see speed two. Uh, I remember being like really rowdy in the theater. Like we were being little assholes, like throwing popcorn at people like dicks. Like we were just like, you know, um, which wasn't usually my thing, but when I'm around a bunch of like my buddies, I feel like yeah. we act like wild animals. So then we come back <laughs> one kid named Kyle had a horrible reaction to our cat and he did not oh. want to leave the party. He was like playing like my computer, like playing Duke Nukem or something. And like, <laughs> was like, he just kept playing these games and like was having a great time. And his eyes were getting like really puffy and he was sneezing a lot. My mom's like, Hey honey, I, I think you really need to leave. I think you're very allergic <laughs> to the cat. He's like, no, it's fine. I don't want to go. I want to stay over. And she's like, I'm going to call your mom. You got to go. And like, so that kid leaves and uh, okay. To peak nineties, we, my mom, I had talked her into buying surge for the party. Hell which, yeah. We have talked about the election many times. Real have, yes. 90s. Surge was, if you weren't there, it was basically liquefied cocaine for children, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Like, it was, should have been illegal to sell in many <sighs> countries. Uh, and they, and it, she, I, she bought a bunch of it. 
and wow we rented hackers i can't remember else we rented we rent i know hackers we, that's the point of this we rented hackers we put it on we kind of watched it but mostly we ran around like crazy people um <laughs> and i think i've maybe mentioned this before this is going to sound made up but i swear that it's real i when i was little since second grade i was friends with a guy named Jay Farrow, who people might know from SNL. Whoa, what? Yeah, I knew him as Jared Farrow. We, Dude, what? <laughs> uh, we were friends. Not like what second, I expected. I, yeah, it's super random. We we went to school together what? from like second grade. All that we graduated high school the same year. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. So yeah, so that's a crazy. That's my only like claim to fame, honestly. And uh, yeah, knew each other like second grade. Went to birthday parties for years. Um, kind of lost touch in middle school. I can't remember what happened. Uh, we're friendly in high school. Uh, saw him after he got an SNL. He was like back. We were at the grocery store at the same time. And oh, wow. uh, I saw him and I was like, and he, he's such a nice, he's a very nice guy. Let me say that. He's super nice. And he was asking me about like my family and my mom and sister. And I was like, oh. you just got SNL. What are we talking about? It's very nice. That's about my life and what I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm good, man, but you're on SNL. Tell me about that. I was like so excited. Um, and yeah, so he was there and a couple other friends and something happened where <laughs> poor, poor, I still know him as Jared, but he got sick and threw up in the toilet. Oh uh, no. And my mom still like her, her claim to fame. If she sees Jay Farrow was like that kid threw up my toilet. Like she, like, <laughs> at the time she was pissed. Now she's super excited about it. She's yeah. Like, oh, he threw. And then Jared and a kid named Walter was friends. We're all, and we are like, we drank all the surge. We're running around the house. Like everyone's like ripped their shirts off. Like we're like little monkey children and we're running around <laughs> like screaming. And this is the middle of the night. Like this is, I remember just oh running God. circles because like the downstairs, you could just run a circle lap real easy. And we're just running in circles, <laughs> screaming. And like Walter and Jared called their moms at like 5 a.m. for no reason. Like their prank called their own moms. <laughs> and their mom, one of their moms called back and like cussed my mom out because she knew what was going on. Oh, <laughs> and uh, my mom, the next day, my mom was like, that was a disaster. I'm never buying the surge again. <laughs> she was like, no more sleepovers, no more surge. Oh no. Like it's done. Cause I mean, it was, it was, it was bad. We acted like crazy kids. Like we were completely oh out of control. God. We were like just flipping shit. And uh, I can't believe she didn't like come down the middle of the night and fucking be like, shut up. Like I'm going to kill you. Um, we, yeah, it was bananas. And that, and hackers played in the background for part of that party. <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. That was my first viewing of Hackers. I remember being like kind of, that's probably why I rented again because I was into it a little bit, but there was so much yeah. going on with like people throwing <laughs> up and running around and prank calling people and jumping on couches and like um, going for bananas. Like, um, yeah. So that was oh my God. That sounds like every sleepover I had in middle school, <laughs> basically. I did. Now that's I'm thinking amazing. about it. She did, she did go back on that like a few years later because I remember it was like 12 or 13 and we moved to a different house and like we me and like five of my friends came over for my birthday and we got locked out because we went out oh. in the backyard in the, in the middle of the night with my fucking stupid friends i said don't close the door and he closed the door <laughs> we were oh, locked no. out and we had to like bang on the door at like two in the morning so my mom's like <laughs> again with the, the sleepover i gave you another chance and you fucked <laughs> it up um so yeah i always hackers is so tied to the 90s in that it's like surge and like pizza party and beanie babies and pogs like it's just like it's, it's like i imagine all these things come flying out of the tv when i watch hackers like um 
so yeah, very memorable first unit hackers. I will say that. Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> so that's this is incredible. why I think I always have a soft spot for this movie, even if watching it is not the same joy as just remembering. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I get that. And for some reason, I remember the ending wrong because I thought they went into like a full on like virtual world. I thought Fisher Stevens became like a virtual character in like the grid of the computer program and like oh whoa that was not what happened i was like oh this is not what (laughs) i remembered um they just sit at their keyboards and like (laughs) you know to punch in codes i don't know what's going on like that's very good there's so much jargon in this movie and they could say anything and i wouldn't question it i got a pcx chip (laughs) with five gigs of ram for my dockless uh Back, I don't know. I'm just saying words. <laughs> just like, yeah, there was one yeah. point where I'm just like, they're just saying words. I know what they're like. The actors <laughs> were just saying the words, and they had no idea what they were saying. Um, it, yeah, I don't know. I would love to watch with somebody who knew more about computers and hacking because I know it's inaccurate, but I want to know like how if it's <laughs> like how inaccurate. Well, here's the th- here's the crazy part. I, so I watched a bu- so I have this this uh, Shout Factory Blu-ray, and I didn't know this until last night. They actually, so there was like a, 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 like a, the writer went to like this group of basically like a hackers anonymous type of thing <laughs> where they're like having these big meetings and he like sat in and like was get, and, and they interviewed some of those guys that were in the meetings. They're like, yeah, I mean, he did a good job, like getting some of the things right. Like the, like the, um, the payphone thing, like stealing the money. Like to free calling. I did uh, read that was real. I did. That read was that. real. Yeah. yeah. Which was crazy. I didn't know. I, w- I was like, surely like this is of all the things. This is the one thing I thought was like, no, no way. <laughs> but it's totally accurate, which is so weird. But um, yeah, I mean, I do feel I do feel like they took some liberties, like no question. <laughs> um, yeah. Very silly stuff. Which again, I guess I kind of had to because I, I did read a couple other things were based on truth, like the Cookie Monster code that pops up at one point is like a real, oh, is that real? virus that it, like it'll pop up. And if you, if you type in cookie, it'll go away for a little bit. Oh, weird. Um, okay. I didn't but I know think, that. I, I think the idea, like <laughs> things might have been based on truth, but they were like, how do we make this so we can show <laughs> yeah. it in a movie? Basically, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. Um, which we haven't talked about this. So uh, the, the writer of the movie uh, looks like he wrote two movies and he wrote hackers <laughs> and the rage carry Two, which Whoa, if you could have two go out with, go out with those two it's the only two movies he ever wrote um and the director who i never really heard of ian softly Mm -hmm. i didn't realize he directed skeleton key which i have not seen but kind of heard is good (laughs) Um, yeah i've heard that as well um k-pax also k-pax which now is tainted by uh cancel kevin spacey (laughs) uh i don't know i i thought hackers would probably kill the man's career because it didn't do well (laughs) It was right, like right. $20 million. They made like $7 million or something. Oh, no. And I don't okay. think it was critically liked at all. Um, I'm sure it wasn't. working. Uh, like it's a uh, wow. Good job, Ian Softly. Um, so I, okay, <laughs> you said this earlier, and I, I meant to say something when you said it. Like, I, I don't know how you said it, but like the movie has personality. Hackers has like. Oh, yeah, it's stylish. Yeah, it's for very sure. stylish. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I haven't forgotten it also for all these years. Like, I remembered lots of parts and how things have people the, the look like I, mm-hmm. I, I could talk about the fucking fashion for 45 minutes oh, dude it's incredible <laughs> it's yeah crazy it's like Amazing. the wardrobe person just grabbed like three different outfits people and cut them all together and said here wear <laughs> this cut up like shirt from a thrift store that has like an angel on it under like a there'll be a fit yeah. shirt with one sleeve yes. missing 
wear these <laughs> pants that look like they're on backwards. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like Matthew Lillard oh. might have some of the craziest looks of any of them. I'm not sure. <laughs> like um, this is the most like uh, loud. His is the loudest <laughs> without a doubt. He's got without a tails doubt. For most of the movie. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Angelina Jolie wearing a rash guard for most of the film, like a surf shirt. I don't know. What. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> right. No reason. Yes. Uh, it probably just looked cool. Um, it's, it's wild. Like it, I, so I was thinking like, cause watching something like the three, five, five to go back to back on the three, five, five, like has no personality. Like it had, yeah. it's, it's got, even with like a great cast, like it just, you couldn't, uh, you know, but this has like all this like weird quirky charm to it. Like, that you don't get, you know, especially nowadays, I feel like, and this is just so like, <laughs> so interesting and in, like how kind of quirky it is. And like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I mean, maybe it's not great, but it's, Hey, it's got personality <laughs> and it's memorable. I will say that. <laughs> you, you can't take that away from it. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. True. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I was telling my wife this. I like, I don't know how this movie got a PG 13 because you can yes. very clearly, especially on the Blu-ray, you can uh-huh. see, I mean, Angelina Jolie is like topless in a scene or bait. Well, you can see your boobs and then you can see him again through his like see-through shirt, which is insane. It's like, how did that fly? But I guess like in, you know, in the seventies PG meant something totally different. So, um, <laughs> but I, you know, it's just like crazy. Me, I was like, ha, ah, whoa, this is um, pretty risky. I was like, what is the rating on the PG 13? Okay. Then this is kind of nuts. Um, very <laughs> I weird. Thought the same thing. I didn't know how to bring that up, but I'm like, you see, yeah, like, I just had to get it out there. Yeah. I, no, I'm glad you, because it's weird because yeah, PG 13 movie it's that weird. gets away with, uh, also, somebody shows their butt. I can't remember who that is. is just- oh yeah, Matthew Lillard's. Uh, oh no, no, no! It's uh, the kid who plays Joey. Uh, you brought his name. Oh, up Jesse earlier, Bradford. I- they pull him out yeah, of the shower. His, yeah, it might have his- been a butt double. I hope because he was like fourteen. It was weird. Child. I was like, yeah, yeah. The towel like falls off. And you see his butt for a quick second. And I was like, well, you can get away with a butt in a P thirteen, whatever. Um, sure, but like, sure. yeah. The the nipple thing shocked me. Like, because I first of all, I was a kid watching this, so I'm like, did I not yeah. notice this? Like, was the VHS like just too dark or something? Um. <laughs> And yeah, she comes in. I'm like, he's having a dream sequence. Johnny Lee Miller pulls her jacket down. And I'm like, wow, you just full on uh, saw boob there. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was like, and what? then that shirt she's wearing later on, they shoot her from like uh downward angle above. Yeah, 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 above. And it's like a shirt that just it's like a sheer shirt, and you see nipples. I'm like, how did they get away with this? I was, like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was shocked. And also, I was like, how did I notice <laughs> oh, this poor? Because she's a a young boy. Should have been like. You know, like my my eyes should have been like, huh? Like, nope, <laughs> missed it. Never noticed it. Um, Had the biggest crush on her in that movie too. Like, I, was gonna ask I you mean, about this. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Like, and you know, her style, her attitude. And I'm like, oh, I basically married a version of that. So that's what I got. So I'm like stoked on it. I'm like, hell yeah. Fantasy complete. Yeah, this rules. Oh, that's so, funny you brought that yeah. up. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I had a crush on her too. I think, I mean, it's hard Cause she's obviously a very big star now and has been a big star for a long yeah. time. But yeah. like looking back, I genuinely think like she pops like, yeah, pops, she like, did. She's amazing in them. I mean, she's great. She's one of the better actors in the movie. No question. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, Cause it's like thinking now I'm like, wait, am I just thinking that she's popping more? Cause she's already famous or like genuinely. No, I think she really stands out. I mean, she has a unique look in the movie too. That helps. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. And she's beautiful. So it's like that, that always helps, but uh, no, I think she's good. And then, I, I'm curious. So Johnny Lee Miller and her were really married in real life, and they got together yes. I think, right after this movie and got married. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I felt like there was a little bit of lack of chemistry 
I agree, actually. Yeah, okay. I totally, I, I, it felt, I, I don't know, it just felt like any other movie, basically. Like, just you lump a bunch of people in as characters um, and, you know, you do your job. But this this one, knowing that going in was kind of like, oh, that really interesting. Like, I don't know, I just, bizarre to me. I was, yeah, I was baffled. I was like, wait, you yeah. got married after this? And you're like, there's no chemistry here. Um, somebody's letterbox, I thought was really funny. It was like a one-line thing. And they were like, nothing... <laughs> Nothing makes a girl fall for you than trying to be better at everything she does. <laughs> Dude, seriously. He kind of comes in like kind of a sexist dick. I feel like his couple lines, yeah. Johnny Lee Miller's got like, that's pretty good for a girl. For a girl, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you're really charming her. And then, yeah, I'm going to beat her to a video <laughs> game she's good at. I'm going to prove I'm a better hacker than her. I'm like, guy, this is not the way like to no. win a woman. Oh, I don't, I mean, it worked, I guess, in the movie, but uh, yes, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't think they want to catch. I don't think he's very good. I'm going to say that. I don't. That's fair. That's fair. I think, especially, I kind of think everybody around him is more interesting, like Matthew Lillard, yep, Lawrence Mason, oh, Rinoli, Santiago. Oh, I love him. So it's kind much. of a guy I forgot how much I enjoy seeing him in movies, oh, like Con Air, so um, Daylight. Like he's like he was in a lot of '90s stuff. Very entertaining guy. Um. So yeah, Johnny the Miller kind of gets like almost kind of pushed in the background by the rest of the cast. And what, like, and he's supposed to be the star. And I, he had a couple line deliveries where I was like, oh, that was the best take. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. He, what was it? I, he was hacking. I mean, he's hacking a lot, but it was like, it doesn't narrow <laughs> it down. He was hacking no. at one point in Hackers. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> he said, it was just like a line he kind of yelled and just sounded stupid. He was like, like it wasn't this, but he was like, I'm in. Come on, guy. It was just like a very like, I don't know. It just sounded like I don't know. Yeah. He just kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> like and he just he still works. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was like he still works. Not like he got like this like his only movie, but uh yeah, I was like, You're not that great, Johnny Lee Miller. <laughs> like, which is weird though, because in train spotting, which I think was around the same time. The year maybe, after, I believe. Was it after? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's great in that movie. Like, I really love his character in it. I mean, he's he's definitely a shithead in Train Spotting, but like, I love that movie. But he's so good in it. Uh, so it was like kind of weird to, yeah. It did feel like a, I don't know, definitely a very diet Johnny Lee Miller performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if he's trying know. to play it a certain way. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it just like weird. every everybody just pops more around him. Yeah. Than him. Yeah. Like, uh blade and razor those guys. oh i love those guys <laughs> love yes those guys. Um, i'm glad you brought them up actually because because I, I was going to bring up I, it's kind of a side tangent <laughs> sort of but i love that there is a live band playing like that was such a thing in the 90s um like just having a band in your oh yeah in your movie like uh cannibal corpse and ace ventura that's the first thing like, i just thought zombie. of when you said that. yeah yeah it's like whoa the like, crow yeah, had a couple um, yeah yeah bands. that's right um white zombie and airheads oh, yeah, um yeah. uh mud honey and black sheep like you have i don't know what it was about that era but it was like really tuned in i mean it was very the, there was a certain generation of movies that were very tied in with like the music of the time and i just like soundtracks love, were important at that time soundtracks were important yeah, yeah like i i love stuff like that i i i, I don't know what it is but um I get a kick out of seeing that because I'm like, oh, they're a real band or like Sugar Ray and Father's Day, um, <laughs> which I know Adam Rizky and uh, Patrick were talking oh, about yeah, yeah, this great. movie. And like, um, why I just hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was listening to that today. I was like, well, actually they did start. Like I pushed my glasses up so that I don't wear. And, you know, like they were actually a punk band to begin with. And uh, it's like, anyway, don't be an idiot about Sugar Ray. <laughs> so but, they basically um, pulled a uh, 
didn't Pantera like play glam metal and then switch to yeah more like Pantera like the so Sugar Ray pulled like a let's be more commercial and switch to a different type of music <laughs> it kind of seemed like it yeah I didn't know like, they were ever a punk band that was that was news to me I was like what yeah <laughs> how did yeah. that what's same weird lineup and everything yeah same lineup wow. um it was weird because that album that got them like really popular their second one with uh fly on it there's oh, a yeah. lot of like heavy songs on it um okay. which is like weird but <laughs> side tangent um Sugar Ray uh so <laughs> <laughs> it's a very so nice movie might as well talk about sugar Ray. i mean you know throwing it out there um uh yeah no i but i love that that's like they're partying like razor and blade are partying at this like venue and then you have to like go through this weird i don't know <laughs> vetting process to get back there but uh yeah i just thought that was cool but i love those characters i think they're so um so deliciously fabulous i'll just say that <laughs> i just love everything about them they're, they're pretty cool i like them yeah. uh yeah. I, another thing you just told, there's always like a live band in these 90s movies i was uh, thinking again i mean i keep her in the 90s but there's a lot of 90s tropes and hackers and <laughs> what was with the 90s and thinking that teenagers were all hanging out like underground skating rinks yes because yes. this happens in uh ninja turtles movie the yes, first it ninja turtles it yep. happens this movie it happens in the double dragon movie which is in the future but still whatever it's yes. like it's uh and then i feel there's this isn't this there's always like a club like a cool club i'm thinking of kazam with Shaq. like oh yeah wow yeah there's always like a club in the movie like um yeah i was like wow they were obsessed with the idea of like 90s underground like video game uh, or uh, skating rinks or something that were like very industrial warehouse type. Yes. Yeah. It happens in multiple movies. I was like, and here it is again in hackers. Um, <laughs> I think I thought when I was younger, when I'm a teenager, I'm just gonna find these like secret yeah. warehouse, you know, skating rinks and go rollerblade. Cause again, that was also big. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, um a lot of rollerblading and, and skateboarding <laughs> hackers too. Lots of that, lots of that going on. <laughs> Love that Fisher Stevens very heavy on that. Yeah. Rolls up hanging on to a limousine. <laughs> on a skateboard and takes a floppy disk from Johnny Limiter. This is the most nineties frame that I'm looking at of him rolling up on this skateboard, grabbing this floppy disk and rolling away. It's like, what the fuck? That's the first time a villain I think has ever skateboarded and taken uh, something from the, the hero. He's holding on to a limousine. When he learned to skateboard for that part, um, which is him. really silly. <laughs> and, and dude, he's like roller. He's, he's definitely skateboarding, like in the office in between cubicles and yeah. shit. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? This is the first time we see him when he rolls, he skateboards into that server room. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What right. an intro. He has that coat on. He's got the skateboard. He's kind of oh. ca casually just skates in. Never okay. fear. I is here is the line. <laughs> so there you go. Mr. Steven's such an interesting actor to me because <laughs> Like yeah. he's still working a lot. I didn't realize he's in like Coen Brothers stuff. And oh, interesting. I don't know that he I was realized in, that. Uh, Hail Caesar. Okay, I haven't seen that. He yet. was in some. Oh, he's in some Wes Anderson stuff because he's in Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yep, he's he in is. French yep. Dispatch. Um, yep. That's right. And wasn't he in Short Circuit? Yeah, yeah. He uh, definitely plays uh, a right. man that is. He's brown face. Yeah, he absolutely. Easter? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's like an Indian character. That's and he, what threw me off for yeah. years about Fisher Stevens because I'm like, I yeah, think I same. saw Short Circuit first, and I was like, wait, he's he's not like Indian or whatever they're saying he was supposed to be. Right. Very weird. They did that brown face. It was 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Strange choice. Yeah. Oh God, he's in Super Mario Brothers. Another movie I'm pretty sure has like an underground oh, yeah, skating rink. Right. Something akin. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. He has had a wild <laughs> career. Um, but goddamn, he brings it to hackers. Like, I mean, oh. I feel like he is committed, like as the villain of this movie. <laughs> um he's got a great look. He looks like a bad guy with the slick back hair. Oh, yeah. Um the plague. What a name. Like that's <laughs> Just what a great, I mean, I don't even know. Like, <clears throat> do you have favorite moments of uh, Fisher Stevens and Hackers? <laughs> like, um, I mean, well, what's not to like in any, I mean, it's true. all great. Um, I don't know him threatening Johnny Lee Miller and while eating like a licorice stick or something. It was like weird, <laughs> like a fruit by the foot. That was weird. Um, or fruit roll up. I'm sorry. Something like that. It was weird. Um, him. I love the scene of him uh, doing virtual reality and getting like way into it. Um, and he's it's just like by himself, like, come on, come on. And then like the, <laughs> the agent guy comes in and he has to like, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just like, uh, dude, I'm, I'm right here, you know, kind of thing. Like, um, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. He, he's just so cocksure. The whole movie. He's got that, that uh, BDE going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, he's very <laughs> confident in himself. He is. Like, up he until very the much is. very end. Um, he, he is not worried about anything. Um, <laughs> no. I, okay. I don't think we've even... We have not touched on the plot of the movie. Oh, yeah. Know, no, we I, should probably do that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could concisely <laughs> describe it. I, I, I was watching it, and I was like, okay, Johnny Lee Miller gets arrested, whatever, probation at 11, moves yeah. to New York with his mom, turns 18, can use computers and phones again, meets the group of hackers, Fisher Stevens. They're all high schoolers, by the way. All high schoolers. Be clear. Yes. <laughs> who yes. definitely like look a little bit older. Not like old yep, old, absolutely. but like these are not high schoolers. Uh nope. meanwhile, Fisher Stevens is in taking money from the company he works for with a yes. virus called the worm. <laughs> yes. He launches uh, the Da Vinci virus. That's right. Okay. Yes. Jesse Bradford accidentally stumbles upon it, which causes this whole chain of events. And yes. then there's also something about capsizing oil tankers that yes. Fisher Stevens is trying to blame on Johnny Lee Miller and Andrew Julie and the whole crew. And they, at the end, they have to have like a hack war, <laughs> like a hack battle where the yeah. hack, I think someone tells them, get an army of hackers. And they call hackers from like Italy and Russia <laughs> and England and all around the world. And uh, they attack Fisher Stevens' company. And then they expose Fisher Stevens, and that's is that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah. I just yeah, want to yeah, make yeah. sure I got it. No, all. nicely done. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I was watching yeah. the movie. Like, do I do I get all what's going on here? Um, I mean, yeah, the <laughs> end is. I think it, it really. Oh man, the movie kind of like for the first hour, especially, kind of like is a lot of like someone at a computer, <laughs> someone. Yeah. Then then they talk about something else they need to do and then someone else is back at a computer and they keep bouncing at four people computers and then um it's kind of like what are we doing now and then finally it gets i think it's fairly exciting i think actually for the last like 20 25 yeah. minutes or maybe like where they're they have to go to the pay phones and hack in and all that stuff and like <laughs> fisher stevens at his company like hacking back at them and yeah um you know i like all that stuff and, like the first it, I mean, it's fun i don't know it's like fun hanging out the characters but yeah um yeah, the plot is just kind of uh, <laughs> kind of muddy. I don't know what the word is, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's more. I'm I'm more in it for like okay. I kind of like hanging out with these like 
kooky characters on it. Oh man, I wrote kooky. I wrote oh, kooky. Okay. That's yeah, on yeah. my. That's on my. Yeah, They're definitely movie's kooky. kooky. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's got. It's weird because I didn't remember it being like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's like laugh out loud funny. It's. <laughs> it's. It's, it's comedy is not listed in the IMDb description. Uh, but it seems like it's trying to be funnier than I remembered it being, but it's never like, yeah. it's never that funny. I feel like it's never like something did make me laugh. Oh, oh, I always laugh when Rinoli Sanchez like gets busted by like the <laughs> yes. FBI and his mom starts beating the sh- like slapping him around. And then he's like, what are you waiting for? Arrest me already. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> Get me out of here. Right. Um, that is genuinely really funny. Um, yes, agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like a comedy that like doesn't want to lean into being a comedy but it's it, i don't know it's a weird kind of tone i don't know how to describe it um maybe you like i don't know if i if you enjoy that with the movie where it's like kind of the tone's a little bit all over the place and yeah yeah but. <laughs> yeah like i mean even like the jesse bradford character is like uh he's basically like an aa meeting for addiction and he's just like smoke chain smoking and like chugging coffee and he's just like I'm not, I'm not addicted i'm not addicted i'm not addicted to my computer you know like things like that are pretty funny he's like do you mind if i go get another cup of coffee you know oh, um yeah, yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason he's smoking in a scene with a cigarette in each hand which is i confusing um but i find like little things like that i find funny i actually do think strangely enough like the cast of characters as a unit is the chemistry is good there. I think it's like entertaining to watch them all uh, Yeah, that's true. as a group, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is funny in parts. Some of the jokes haven't aged super well. Like the, uh, when they're in the middle of that battle, trying to kind of make the main agent guy whose mission is like to get all the hackers, uh, kind of like a living hell. Uh, they've like sent him up for a sex ad basically. And they're like, you know, transvestites welcome like nudge nudge <laughs> transvestites are fucked up you know it's like kind of like that like type of thing is like that'd be funny it's like it's a little you know yeah i mean my wife pointed that out. i was like yeah i get it yeah like, it's a i mean there cringy. was a lot of that in i mean even past the 90s i mean into like the oh, yeah. early 2000s like um well the yeah hangover. I even... oh yeah wow well, hangover two maybe yeah. I, it was hangover two i forgot yeah. that it kind of went that far a little um, bit yeah, intense but yeah yeah yeah. um know. yeah i know it's it's weird when things like that pop up in movies that are otherwise pretty like inoffensive like i my totally, example is yeah. always like bill and ted the first bill and ted oh I, yeah i, I, know I won't even but there's they're so nice and positive the whole time and like they have this one moment where they drop a gay sword you're like well, come on why bill and ted yeah. I, mean, I don't it's like it was 88 89 um sounds right yeah but it's just it's so out of place even at that time, but for the characters, it's like something like that pops up, and you're like, oh, I'd like to do that. But you know, it's a different time, and yeah, yeah just yeah, we move past it. But I forgot, yes, I kind of forgot yes. about that stuff. That that montage is pretty funny, where they like, oh yeah, um, <laughs> fuck with that agent. They keep fucking with him worse and worse until he's like, they basically wipe his record out, and he's dead. You know, like, and they're like, he's not dead. Like, he's me. I'm not dead. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's calling. Um, okay, let me take it back. Maybe it's funnier than I called it out. No, it's got I, some good moments. It's got I just didn't moments. remember it being funny. Like, that was, like, not my memory of Hackers was it being, like, comedic, you know? Was, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's lighthearted. It's lighthearted. It, it is light. It is very yeah. lighthearted. It's not like, I. yeah, I swear I remember it being more serious or, like, I thought one of the Hackers, the group even got killed at some point. I, I think I was oh, thinking wow. of all the times they got arrested and had guns in their face <laughs> and probably thought someone got shot at one of those points. But, wow. um. No, luckily it doesn't. I didn't want that to happen. I just thought it did. Right, right. <laughs> so um, all that surge messed my brain. I don't have a right. Uh, it's, all, it's all a blur. 
Um, you were strung out, man. You didn't know. <laughs> really strung out. Hung over the next day. Mom's like, no more parties. I'm like, whatever. Close the blinds. Can't see. Surge. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I, uh I, I, I enjoy Hackers, honestly. I don't know how often I'll go back to it, but it is yeah. like a real nice, like, 90s nostalgia blast honestly <laughs> like um it, yeah i don't know i uh it was I, I didn't know there was even a scream or was it scream factory or a shout that you had that blu-ray i was like I shout missed, yeah i missed that completely yeah. i don't know when that came out but um i didn't know that even happened so i i, I kind of want to own it honestly is what I'm you i'd recommend it i'd recommend it dude <laughs> i had a great time with it this is the first time i'd popped it on because i've had the dvd forever uh and i got the blue maybe a couple years ago or something and i i was so excited to finally pop it in but i mean i you know buy it or don't um (laughs) i think it's a reasonable price on amazon but uh but you know it was like one of those things that i i realized that it is not a quote-unquote good movie um i do find very but it's like warm blanket uh movies for me it's it's just like it's if i want to just kind of feel safe or something like that's the that a shitty day and i want to watch something comforting that i'm familiar with it's like an old friend uh you know so i (laughs) i just i i have such an affection for it. i understand i mean it's very comforting i was thinking even if like if I don't love the movie, like just the time period takes me back to is like this oh, yeah. really innocent, you know, time period of like mid to late nineties where like, I mean, I was a little kid, so things were great. Uh, it was like, <laughs> you know, the internet was really it's infancy. It was like, uh, you know, just a very a simpler time for me, honestly. I'm like, Oh, this was, I, I do miss the nineties. I, I was really thinking like, my God, how would this play for like a 15 year old, you know, nowadays mm, or something yeah. like, would it, I mean, half the stuff would be like, what dial up modem, payphone, you know, like what? What's a like, beeper? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's crazy how it aged so fast. Like, that is the real danger of making your movie so, like, of the moment. I, yeah. I know they were really trying to be like, we're in it, we're cool, we're hip, but like, within a couple years, it was already <laughs> like really dating really hard. Um, it's it's it's, yeah. it's so interesting um as a time capsule <laughs> but um yeah I, I i still enjoy hackers i don't know what else to say about it honestly <laughs> like um if you i don't want to cut you off if you have more notes or anything no um, i mean no actually we i'm kind of amazed we we really burned through everything like way fast um uh yeah i don't know um I guess speaking of the 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 kind of like hack war or battle at the end and when they're at the um, Grand Central Station, uh, speaking to the stylistic nature of the movie, I really actually enjoyed the I, I thought it looked cool. I mean, it's cheesy kind of, but I liked the spinning phone booth montage. Um, I did. I did like that. You know that was I mean? like a touch that was like uh, unnecessary, but like, totally, but totally. So, but yeah. so stylish. I was like, oh, I was talking recently about um you know, I like stylish stuff and I'm like, that's such an un- like unrealistic and not necessary, but like a cool stylistic touch. I'm like, yeah, sure. That's what I'm saying. Hackers has like these little moments of like real, like personality. And like, you know, I feel like they were trying, you know, like yeah. it, it like, uh, doesn't feel like it's like phoned in or anything. Like, I mean, no. Uh, and I was and the reading, editing's like super quick too. And very good snappy. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. How, I don't know if I love those like flashes, especially a lot in the beginning. There's a lot of those flashes to like random, Oh yeah, things, it's kind of intense. Clips or yeah, historical. It's, it's, it's very like that. 
yeah it's very like i don't know music video or it's yeah it's like a little much but i mean i get also what they're trying to do they're trying to be hip and cool and 95 i know but it's uh <laughs> um yeah i uh oh, i was gonna say about i did read that the cast like hung out together and learned to rollerblade together and oh, yeah. uh they do have i mean they feel like i like them all together as a collective yeah like, definitely as a group. like um so, I mean, you know, I, I like all that. I'm trying to think. I don't make a point of Angelina Jolie, but I can't remember what I was going to say. But um, I was watching again. I'm like, no, I see why you became a movie star. Like, I get it's, it all makes sense. Like, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we gave Hackers a pretty good game it its due. Yeah, so. it's a 10 out of 10 movie, Matt. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Perfect movie. Um, no problems whatsoever. I'm going to just stop there and... Yeah. Oh, and I did read that the uh, <laughs> the final battle, kind of when they're flying through cyberspace or whatever you want to call it, whatever doing, <laughs> yeah. that I think a lot of that was done with um, like models, they said. They didn't rely oh, too heavily on computer stuff because the, the director wisely thought that it probably won't look very good. <laughs> well, and, that's a good uh, point, yeah. Would have aged very badly. But I, I think it does look pretty good. It's still kind of silly. The concept is kind of silly, but um, it's fun. I mean, it's just a yeah. fun movie. I don't know if we convinced anybody's ever seen it to watch it, but I would love to hear people's <laughs> thoughts on Hackers. Um, you know, I didn't expect to be at Hackers like 60-something episodes into this podcast, but I'm kind of kind of glad we're here. I'm like, this is... I don't know how many people have covered this movie, <laughs> but I'd be curious. Probably not many, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird, too, because um, I noticed a streak going on with the podcast where... We've been doing like nothing but 90s movies. I've noticed like, that too, actually. And I've been really into it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've been way into it. Okay. That makes me feel good. I mean, it's not, I don't <laughs> think against it. I just thought it was interesting because I didn't plan it. And I was like, should I make a thing of this? And I'm like, no, that's kind of just like the thing of the podcast. Like, I just think we tend to cover a lot of 90s stuff. But literally, uh, when this comes out, I mean, all of February was 90s movies. Because um, you did Gross Point Blank and From Dust Till Dawn, right? Yeah, and wow, okay. So it's been, this is the run of 90s <laughs> movies. Uh, Total Recall. Oh yeah, that's right. The Fan, Mask of the Phantasm, Gross Point Blake, From Dust Till Dawn. Um, you have not heard this yet, but we did Enemy of the State for Unscottable, which is 98. Oh, and yeah. this should be after that. So it's literally been oh, nothing but 90s movies for like a month and a half. <laughs> um, I mean, that's kind of my jam. I mean, I grew up in the 90s, so... You know, it's bound to happen, but I didn't want to make a thing of it. I think we're going to break that streak <laughs> next time. I mean, if I'm thinking this right, when this comes out, the next thing we should cover is the new Batman. That would oh, definitely right on. break yeah. the streak. But uh, um, I mean, I don't mind it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So it's like, oh, well, it's, I mean, you're preaching to the choir, basically. Like, <laughs> 90s are my shit, dude. Like, I, I got Sirius XM again so I could listen to the 90s station. So, I mean... <laughs> that tells you anything about where I'm, where I'm at mentally. Um, always <laughs> I, living in the nineties. Yeah. Listen, I get it. Don't take me back. Um, <laughs> I almost, I had a wild hair of an idea. I would never do this, but there was a podcast called eighties all over. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, I think they're, I didn't listen, but their gimmick was like covering the eighties movies, like one month at a time in order. Was that the deal? It was like something like it was in, or I think it was in chronological order. Yeah. And they stopped mistaken, like halfway yeah. through, which I mean, it sounded like a hell of an undertaking. I would, but I was crazy. Like, That'd be fascinating to do with the 90s, but I was like, I don't want to do that in any like, oh, I don't there's want so it. much shit in the 90s. Yeah. Too. I mean, and then so many movies to cover, but I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm sure someone's probably already doing it too. I don't know. But like, should I just make this a 90s podcast? <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> I still want to talk about other stuff, but it's just a funny streak that was going on completely unintentionally. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know. Lots of good stuff in the 90s. Um, yeah, oh, I had yeah. one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to get our hacker names. 
Oh pulled. man, I I was actually worried that you were gonna do this because I was like, I have no fucking idea. That's okay. Anyway, you don't have to yeah. do anything. I have a thing. I, I, I found. think I've got one, but yeah, I found a thing that does it for us. Oh, like wonderful. It, okay. Uh, it basically takes the first letter of your first name and the first letter of your last name gives you a name. Um, <laughs> so I didn't want to look at this ahead of time, so I'd be surprised. So okay, okay, okay. We hold this up here. Uh, okay. So Keith, it's okay. Okay. Yes. Your first hack part of your hack name is Stealth. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh and then r for rich wow your name is stealth zero wow that's, that's pretty cool that's, that's better than zero cool <laughs> oh we didn't talk about the hacker names. no i was gonna bring it up but i was like oh. i don't know it's a, you know that, the hacker names are kind of an acid burn <laughs> what is he chaos theory or what the fuck is this? oh uh uh crash override oh yeah crash override. yeah um and they become Phantom crash Freak. and burn yeah, oh, Crash and Freak. And yeah, Lord Nicon. Yeah, serial, serial killer, killer. Serial like serial you eat. And then yes, uh, and then amazing. Joey didn't have a name. He didn't have one. Oh, he right. Was still trying to figure out. Earn it or something. Yeah, like yeah. Okay, he's well, trying you... to find something, but I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> you'd be in good company with Stealth Zero. That's pretty <laughs> Stealth cool. Zero is pretty badass. That's the most '90s hacker name of all time. <laughs> okay, uh, I feel like there's no yours? way mine could be as good. Okay, uh, okay, M. Oh, I already don't like. <laughs> okay, uh, Uber. I don't like that. <laughs> Uber and then oh for God. <laughs> oh <my> God. <coughs> oh. So bad at coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. I'm out of water. Okay. So god damn it. My name is Uber Angel. <laughs> I fucking hate that name. I don't want to be my name. Uber Angel. <laughs> oh, I'm outraged right now. This is oh. not fair. Can you, you can you do it? Can you do a mulligan? Can you do it again? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I feel it's like not you like should. That. It's just like set. It's just like a set thing. Oh, Let's damn it! Flip. Let's just do it reverse order <laughs> and say last name, first name. Okay, Chief. Not great, but better than Uber. <laughs> oh, okay. That's I'll, Chief Phantom. If we flip it around, oh, that's do, cooler. Chief Phantom is cooler. I like Phantom yeah. Chief. I wish that was it, but you know, <laughs> Uber Angel. That is not. I'm not going by Uber Angel. <laughs> No, you will sir. always be my Uber angel. Um, I will <laughs> oh, never no. forget it. Don't worry and about now it. Now people have heard it, and oh no, be out there. <laughs> Change my Twitter handle Uber Angel. Yeah, tears <sighs> in my eyes. So bad I coughed <laughs> during the middle of that. But cut all that out. Uber <laughs> um, Angel. Wow. Uber Angel. Oh boy, <laughs> it's a new Uber program they're inventing when you're drunk and need to ride home. <laughs> the Uber Angel program, um, like the Good Samaritan program. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that was so disappointing for my <laughs> So upset. Actually, and yours was so cool. I was like, oh, what's mine going to be? Oops. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not your I fault. Mean, you didn't make this. You know, you Chief Phantom's it. way cooler. That's it's way yeah, cooler. It's cool. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend, <laughs> even though it's completely fabricated. It's not right. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Well, that's, I don't think we can get any better than that. Uh, so, <laughs> um, do you want to, any, any final thoughts on hackers or have you? said all um i mean i feel like i mean like the movie i i was scatterbrained on it and uh yeah i just love it and i understand that it probably will not uh you know stand the test of time i can't imagine anyone in a contemporary setting like watching it for the first time and enjoying it in the same way just because it's such a specific time capsule um so i mean i i love it just because like you said, it, it reminds me of a different time and it, and it's, you know, it's, it's fun in there as well, but it's, I, I get that it's not great. So, um, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm biased. So I, 
I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's a fun movie. I don't know what I'll say about it. Um, it is kind of scatterbrained. It's kind of all over the place, but it's got that hyperkinetic energy. I feel like they were, I mean, I, I think they were going for a thing. Yeah. And they, they accomplished the thing. Agreed. The, yeah. The thing aged kind of badly. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we yeah. like it because we were there. You know what I mean? But like, I just think anybody else watching this would be like, what is, you know, uh, <laughs> what's going on? Um, but I mean, it's not speak. like Super Mario Brothers bad, like aged poorly, or like <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic bad. Oh, uh, Johnny Mnemonic is wild. That's the one with the uh, like cyber dolphin, right? Yeah, I think so. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that movie since the nineties, but I think it for that's the first right. time like a year or two ago, and I was blown away at like there's a dolphin <laughs> that's got like all this like gear on its head. I think it's like it communicates or something. I think I took a screenshot of it. Just blew me away. Like it's such a ridiculous visual. This like dolphin. <laughs> with like this like all this electronic stuff on its head it's so <laughs> fucking weird like um i kind of like giant mnemonic because it's, it's kind of like this though it's got it's some like, cool stuff it's yeah so ridiculous and like of its time and um people are really you printed super mario Bros. people are really like turning a corner on that movie i think um Wait, the movie sucks but <laughs> I, I i mean but i mean again it's like a thing like i will watch it I, that's a movie i didn't watch in the 90s because i thought it looked bad so i watched it i came to that late like within the last 15 years so oh, okay yeah you I know i'm like that a lot there was yeah. <laughs> a lot of rentals of i mean it's what i had i was just talking about somebody else about yeah like, yeah we just had weird like stuff in the 90s like we just had to kind of take what we were given especially as kids totally. it's like yeah. You get you get the Phantom, you get the Shadow, you get Super Mario Brothers, and no, it'll be nothing like the Super Mario Brothers you know from the game. It'll nope. just be this weird. It's it is super weird. Like I can't even believe it got movie. made yeah. as it is. Like even as a kid, I thought this is kind of fucked. That was like a giant <laughs> booger thing. Like it's a banana booger cocoon. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's so it's gross, so weird. I need to watch it again and make up my own mind because I, I also heard there was like an alternate cut that just popped up. Oh, what? oh, I'd be curious to I no, I did not know about that, but I'd be curious to watch it. I don't hate that movie, but I do realize it sucks. Um, um but Double Dragon is not great. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's what I know is not great, but I still kind of like it. Um yeah. They just weren't good at adapting things in the 90s. Like, I mean the, Street Fighter, you know. Still loves, yeah. I do love I Street love it Fighter. though. I do love it. God damn. That I like Raul Julia. Oh my god. He uh Crushes another it. planet in that movie yes <laughs> like and the rest of the cast is pretty fun and yeah i will always laugh someone just posted there and i the part when they're all in the tent like all the bad guys are in the tent <laughs> and uh zangief is watching yeah. the tv and then like the truck's coming toward them and he's like quick change the channel <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> big idiot um god it makes me laugh it's so funny um I, that's not I, I don't know we can't go on this tangent but i'm sorry yes yes it's yes. okay it's okay no i i kind of did it but uh um <laughs> We should get it all our system one day and just do like a 90s episode where it's just like all the absurd like oh video game God, yes. adaptations or um yeah I don't know I did tell you about a thing I want to do like in June that involves some 90s uh movies I liked as a kid which might refresh your memory <laughs> I think you may need to you may okay need to. okay yeah. um so maybe we'll do that separately I don't know okay yeah. that's cool that's yeah cool. yeah <laughs> I mean I I would love to be a part of anything 90s related uh so you let me know man I'd be happy to happy to chime in with my silly silly perspectives <laughs> oh sounds good well this was a lot of fun I enjoyed talking <laughs> to hackers uh an unexpected treat I'll say a real unexpected <laughs> surprise um but uh yeah oh do you want to go ahead and plug uh stuff that's coming up Ooh. people can follow you all that stuff 
Sure. Yeah. Um, so well, exciting news. So um, not movie related, but my band Druids, uh, our pre-order for our album actually is in mid-March, I think mid to late March. Uh, there was a little scare with uh, whether or not we'd get with our pressing plant, vinyl pressing plant on whether or not our album would be out this year or next year. Oh. And it's coming out in June uh, through Pelagic Records, who does some cool bands like Mono. And um, they did some old Cult of Luna stuff and things like that. So it's kind of a bigger label, but uh, they're doing some really cool uh, vinyl for our, for our album. And that'll be up for pre-order, I think, next month. So I'm just really excited about that. Um, but movie-wise, I'm doing um, an episode of Schlock and Awe. Uh, it's going to be a really fun uh, roommate double feature. Uh, I won't say the titles, but it's going to okay. be <laughs> fun. Uh, and um, and then I'm going to be on Chasing Labels in April. So that'll be really cool. So uh, other than that, I think that's kind of it. I'm on Letterboxd and, uh, as Keith, or I'm sorry, K Watches Film. Or no, no, Keith, what am I? No, Kay watches film, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, I've lost my train of thought. It's confusing. Uh, Letterboxd at Kay watches film and then on Instagram at Keith watches film. Cool. You have a lot of cool stuff going on. I feel like I don't even want to follow. They give a band, you have a vinyl coming out. Well, <laughs> like, you're yeah. on tour. Like, I'm just like, Oh, yeah, I am I touring too. Yeah, come see my band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll be in Canada dates. and US. Yeah. And, well, you'll be in my town in May. Yeah, yeah. I'm so pumped. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no, all cool stuff. I don't even know how to like with our stuff. It's like, eh, follow the podcast. Uh, no, I don't even know what's coming up soon. Like, uh, this is coming out. I think we're going to cover the Batman when that comes out, if that all works out. Um, and then I'm planning like a big, um, March madness bracket thing with Hayden Ooh. and Mark, uh, oh, yeah. uh, that I'm very excited about that. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so difficult. It's, uh, a filmmaker, bracket of all the films they've made against each other and i'm like this Whoa. is gonna be insane like we're gonna i don't know how we're gonna do this but uh it should be fun and yeah and then unscottable keeps on going i'm kind of getting sad because we're kind of getting like the the home stretch of unscottable a little bit um and i think i figured out it's only once a month i think we'll be done in august which i mean it sounds far away but it's like <laughs> we're in the 2000s part of his career coming up soon um and that's it. So I feel like I'm oh, getting man. like kind of bummed now, but, but no, we have some really good episodes. I'm very excited. I fucking love the, that three film stretch Tony's career from man on fire, deja vu domino in the middle. That's like my favorite stretch Tony Scott movies. And we're coming up to that. I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you know, just we're, we're plugging along. So oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I haven't seen any of those, by the way. I need to, uh, I need oh, to rectify man. that. Yes, yeah. yes. Please watch yeah. those as soon as possible. I recommend <laughs> all three, especially, I mean, I, I, I can't, I, Man on Fire is my favorite Tony Scott movie. So, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, right I would on. just say they're just going order. Man on Fire, Domino, Deja Vu. Um, yeah, you're, I think you'll like all three of them, I hope. Domino is, a lot of people don't like Domino, but I love Domino. <laughs> like, uh, I think it's great. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, um, yeah, I think uh, that's it. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Film Peace Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at MattBlood87. Uh, you can follow me in the podcast on Instagram at Film Feast, all one word. Um, and that's it, everybody. So we'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>